0: Don't ask me to sing.
1: Yeah, you do not have to sing.
0: (laughs) You know, if you could give me your rendition of the national anthem, please. Oh.
2: Oh, Canada. (laughs) Hey,
0: that might be our cold open right there. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Cue intro music. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen,
1: to episode five of the Bradcast.
0: Joining us today will be our guest uh, guest star, Brandon Cooper. Hello, Brandon.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: Hello. You're welcome, Brandon. I am Podge, your host. And I am Blaze, your host. (laughs) And this is episode five of The Bradcast. And as always, we will give you a quick rundown of what The Bradcast is. The Bradcast is a podcast that is dedicated to our friend, Brad Northern. He is a great guy, and we Wonderful. just want the world to know how great of a guy he is. So we tell true stories about Brad that we have sensationalized and added. Well, some of them are just embellishments, some of them are outright lies, too, you know. <laughs> uh, but we're telling <laughs> you possibly. up front, so we're not intending to deceive you, really, you know. <laughs> um, but we. We brought in our friend Brandon here because he has known Brad for how many years?
2: Well, let me put it to you this way. I've known Brad. Brad's a lot like my left leg. Oh. It's been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I know Brad. Okay. I know him as long as I've known my left leg.
1: Wow. All right. Yeah.
0: So what came first, Brad or the left leg? Find out next time on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific,
1: man. Blaze is getting great at his teasers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One day they'll come true. Yeah, <laughs> one, <laughs> one time
1: we're gonna have an episode that just addresses the teasers, and we're gonna go through like fifty of them. Mm-hmm. And this right. one will be like, right? Blaze will be like, uh, right. Brandon's leg came first.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't spoil it. No, I, <laughs> I have a book.
1: I,
2: you got to number them. Mm-hmm. Teaser number 12 Brandon's Light came first. <laughs> That'd
1: be great. Uh, so, in what capacities have you known Brad?
2: I know Brad as a friend, as a, as a brother, as a co worker, as a superior, uh, as a supervisor. As a teen leader, as a Algonquin Park Reservation Tour Guide. Yeah. Uh Brad as the accident prone uh, <laughs> co-worker, <laughs> friend, fellow fisherman. Yeah. I know him as a lot of things. Okay.
1: So you've known Brad in a lot of capacities.
2: Absolutely. So uh Uh, Let me give you an example. Now, to experience the full capacity of the legendary status that is Brad Northern, uh, one must enter into the treacherous wilderness that is Algonquin Provincial Park. Um, In the capacity of Brad just being a tour guide, Um, you get a full experience of his capabilities when you're in a canoe traveling down a um, treacherous creek uh, bed through the wilderness of Algonquin. Uh, There's bear, wolf, and giant moose-infested forestry, and you have leech-infested slow water, and you have treacherous whitewater rafting in these creeks. And we came up to a portage. That's the way the Canadians pronounce portage. Um, We come to a portage around the creek bend in the slow water, and I was in the canoe with Brad. Um, Yes, that is Brad Northern. And I was in the front because Brad was, I was counting on him to be my steer you know, he was my stern, you know, he was, he was taking us where we needed to be. And we came up on the portage first, and we blocked the downstream direction so that all the other people can safely get off of their canoes onto the portage. And uh, in the meantime, uh, I made a bad move, and I steered us in the wrong direction via the front of the canoe and we ended up traveling down the white water uh, at a treacherous speed and we started to go backward oh, man. Uh, down the rapid which is a scary feeling because there's nothing worse than going backward into the wilderness not knowing what is down the way.
1: And some of those rapids are pretty treacherous.
2: They sure are. I mean. If we turned one which way, we were going to fill the canoe with water. I mean, these are just not, this is not your everyday stroll down. the. This isn't creek walking with yeah. the dogs, let me tell you. This is This is like life or death at this moment. And so we go down backward, and I'm pretty much, you know, carry Underwood in it, Jesus, take mm, the wheel. I don't Jesus know what's did. going on right now. And instead of Jesus taking the wheel... Brad stepped in, the legend, the myth. myth, This is where the myth just came to fruition, and he just radiated his legendary status by purposefully directing us toward a boulder in the middle of the rapid that was just low enough where we could slide the middle of the canoe up onto this rock and pivot uh, in a 180-degree to straighten us back out so we can safely travel down these rapids forward ways. And, I mean, if it weren't for Brad, I would probably be covered in leeches. And that's just dangerous. Right. Because when you're 500 miles away from home, the last thing you need is some bloodborne pathogen making it in your system via... A leech. A leech. Right. You know? Right. I mean, ugh.
1: So he was able to keep his head enough. Oh, going backwards. Going backwards down rapids. Now I've gone frontwards down rapids. I haven't gone too rapids. Oh (laughs) man, we got to get Blaze on some rapids. You need to go to to Algonquin,
2: and the person to go with is Brad. Brad. (laughs) Brad
1: So, so you know, we know that we've covered some of Brad in the Algonquin. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, Blaze. Yeah, Blaze told us about the moose that is still hanging at the shop that ah, Brad yes. saved us from Yes. you know and uh, it is it's such a good way of describing the things that just make Brad special because it brings out the extraordinary right I mean it's almost like when that distress signal goes up and the superhero jumps to action that's kind of what the wilderness is for Brad it's mm-hmm. always there right but it is exemplified in the wilderness mm. now one story that I have that goes along with that is well, I have two. So the first was we were in Alaska, kind of in the Alaskan wilderness. Mm. And it's a there dangerous was, area. It yeah. is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We were very close to a bear mm. that, mm. yeah, it didn't mess with us. So Brad didn't have to intervene that time. But
2: I think we know why he didn't mess with us. Right. Yeah. I think you're yeah. right.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we, we climbed a mountain which people do in Alaska? Probably more tourists. They're crazy, I heard. Yeah. They're yeah, but it's on the edge. Right. It's mm-hmm. something to do when you go there. It's like walk on glaciers or mm-hmm. climb mountains or something. Right. So, there was a uh, a mountain that had snow that was covering, I'd say, 20% of the mountain, you know? And we made it up to the top and, you know, we're leading these teenagers uh on their way up the mountain and we saw some people sliding down the snow embankment. That was probably a few football fields long, and it was pretty steep. Mm. And so we started sliding down, and I slid. Natural reaction? Sure. Yeah. I was the first one, so I just kind of jumped and landed, and I have a, a video of that. Maybe I could tweet out that video. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. The Bradcast one mm. is our Twitter handle. And we have, shout out... To our friend Rachel, who is uh, our first follower.
2: First. first. Only, but that's besides the point. Yeah. I wasn't going to mention first, only, but, but she first. is the
0: first. No, wait. You guys can change that by following our Twitter. Are you talking and,
1: to the audience or us?
0: Well, all of us can. Because
1: I could follow it. I, I kind of figured, I don't know if Brad's ever on Twitter. I didn't want him to yeah. see me following. The other thing about this that we haven't mentioned is that Brad has no idea that this podcast exists.
2: Right. In due time. Yeah. I'm sure it'll happen.
1: Yeah. We've got a couple of episodes. Uh, You know, Brandon has been friends with Brad for life. Yes. We're looking into some family members, Mm -hmm. getting them involved in the Bradcast. And the closer we get to him, oh, I just had a thought. We should get Brad to guest star on the Bradcast without even. knowing yeah, right. about the Bradcast. <laughs> oh, that would be great. We'll work on that. We're right. doing a documentary about. It? Right. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. We'll see what we can do with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but in the meantime, so we slide down this mountain. Brad slides down. Uh, things are going well. We have this this guy with us uh, to protect his identity. We'll just call him Danny. Mm-hmm. He he slid down and i've got a picture of him sliding he went face first which is a gutsy move mm-hmm. but it
2: sure is in alaska yeah he're far away from a hospital that's exactly
1: right <laughs> he was uh he was cooking you know mm. the way i did it i was able to dig my heels in and uh was able to slow myself down when i needed to but danny he would have to do it with his face if he wanted to slow down exactly or his toes maybe but mm. So he's he's cooking, he's supermanning down this mm. this embankment, and he's coming at us, and we know he is not stopping. Mm. So the showboating
2: has really took a turn for the worst at this point.
1: Sure. So we're on this gravel spot that we kind of aimed at so that we wouldn't slide too far and go over the edge, you know. Uh, Danny is going to miss the gravel spot, and he just mm. keeps going. So brad is watching this and he notices what's happening and while i'm just kind of standing there like hey danny slow down slow down brad jumps into action literally he dives from the safety of our gravel patch and grabs the leg of danny as he is sliding by and pulls him to safety
2: Hmm. talk about critical thinking yeah
1: exactly he he neglected his own personal safety that's right. To protect the safety of who we'll call
0: Danny. Yes. We've seen this uh, this quick thinking and action before uh, during the die takeover uh, when he <laughs> snatched the die from midair when. Uh, yes. Mm. Saving saving one of our coworkers. Yeah, mm. saving Jacob. That. And this yeah. happened
2: at the shop. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's episode you know, two. Yeah. You know, I have I have a shop story that uh, could add to this persona that uh, that is brad um we had a shipment come in this was years ago and uh, back when we had old betsy old betsy was the old tow motor oh boy the old tow motor was an indoor tow motor Mm -hmm. but we used it as an outdoor tow motor and it's uh it's winter time Mm -hmm. so we're we're throwing salts all over the parking lot trying to get the ice melted so we could take this enormous shipment off the the back of the truck and uh, Betsy just couldn't she gave her all she had but uh, Ray father of Brad the legend um, was driving the tow motor and this this shipment was so heavy that uh, the tow motor started Betsy started to tip forward oh boy! and Brad critically thinking um, as stated before, I mean, he just has a knack for it, just hollered out to us, um, hop on the back of Betsy. So we all just piled on top of the um, the tow motor named Betsy um, to stabilize it. And Brad strategically placed himself towards the end and leaned outward. Uh, to restabilize Betsy in enough time to drop the load down. So wow. um, Father Ray didn't yeah, eat um, it. tip to his impending doom and get wow. a face full of 2,000 pounds worth of dyes and shop equipment.
1: You know, my first thought is a bystander who can't see what's going on but can hear it and all of a sudden hears, Hey, guys, jump on the back of Betsy! <laughs> That's right? a good point. <laughs> but that's a good point. It was a great idea, mm-hmm. and, it, and it saved the day.
2: Right. And, I mean, it adds to the fact that when Brad speaks, people listen. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he, all he had to do was holler one simple command, and Ooh. we followed suit. We said, Brad said it. Now, if I said that, people would probably say, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why would you ever do that? <laughs> I'm not jumping but on be- Patsy. Because it came from the voice of Brad Northern, people were like, you know what? He's probably calculated that in his dome piece enough in this millisecond of time uh, to realize that it's the best option, so we should follow suit.
1: That's terrific. Um, yes. That's terrific. Oh,
2: uh, it was a great experience, great story. I mean, how many people can say that their boss told them to jump on a tipping tow motor? Most times they say, run for your life. Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. He, if there are any OSHA officials out there listening, It's all OSHA compliant. That's right. Yes. Always OSHA compliant. Yep. Yes. You know, there was one other instance in the Alaskan wilderness where we were on a float trip, which is kind of like our wilderness trips with the canoes, but you're on rafts and you don't have to paddle because the river just kind of takes you. So Mm. we, we camped out for a couple of days and I was in charge of bringing all the food and we were eating okay, you know. Nothing Mm. super fancy, but it was good. And we came to the last day. And all we had left were some hodgepodge, if you will, of random foods. So I found a a mixture that was kind of like a potato thing that you were supposed to add ground beef to and Mm. cook it in a skillet you know?
2: Sounds delectable.
1: Yes, yeah. There was also another one that was designed to have tuna added Mm -hmm. to it, Mm -hmm. and I thought, hey, why don't we mix these things together? Because we have like 12 people we have to feed, and Mm -hmm. neither one of these are big enough. And everyone loves tuna. That's exactly right, you know? So I mixed it together, and it was terrible.
2: It was... Well, I didn't want to say anything out loud, but I could only imagine. Yeah,
1: no. It was disgusting. And we had a couple of people that were eating it and couldn't really eat it. One guy tried to doctor it up by adding massive amounts of mustard to it. Ooh. And
2: mustard and tuna.
1: You know, it okay. Hey, so it's
2: worth a try.
1: You know, it wasn't one of my finer moments as a chef, mm. you know? Yeah. Which mm. I'm not a chef. But as a cook, as a provider of meals, it wasn't, it wasn't a great day. Mm. So Brad, he's got this philosophy. And Blaze, you'll have to tell us more about this philosophy. But he is able to save any meal. Mm-hmm. Is basically the way it works.
0: So Blaze? Yeah. So this he has three ingredients that, in his words exactly, make up everything in the world. And uh, these three ingredients are ground cumin, cilantro, and a third special ingredient that cannot be named because it needs to be kept secret for whatever reason. He did not go in depth about, but it just needs to be kept secret. Mm. So, with these three ingredients, and of like the, they're the, considered to be the base for everything in the in the world. So, say you were to take. Um, monkey spit or mud and add it with these three ingredients, you would get something else. Um off the top of my head, if you were taking armadillo shell okay. and the three base ingredients and mix them together, you would get water. Huh. Whoa. It's, it's weird. Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is not where I thought this was no. going.
1: Not no, just something just, edible, no, but that something is. that can preserve yeah. life.
0: Yeah. It's, it's these three these three base ingredients mixed with whatever other uh, fourth, fifth, sixth ingredient can make just about everything. Like the couches that we sit on are a mixture of the three ingredients plus mustard and hair from uh, <laughs> sheep or sheep wool. Sorry. And wow. uh, that's what, that's what makes up the main bulk of the couches. So you said ground cumin Cilantro. Cilantro. And, and a then this third, third special ingredient. ingredient. Um Ooh. I'm not mistaken, it was um, monkey spit that made bananas with the three key ingredients. Wow. So,
1: I don't know what, what he did that day in Alaska. I don't know what secret ingredients he had. But I do know that even though my pride was wrapped up, in my concoction that I had made, and I was playing it off like it was decent. I couldn't even say that it was good. I was like, "Yeah, I can eat this." You know, I tried what he made, and it was delicious.
2: Man, by definition, your food was edible. Yes. Mm-hmm. But by definition only. Yes. By yes. actuality, uh, the human palate did not tolerate your contraption. It was hard to eat. Um, but Brad came to the rescue, yeah, it sounds like.
0: ground cumin, cilantro, and the third ingredient that to this day... Nobody we'll just call it order. number three. Number three. Yeah, yeah. number three. Yeah. yeah,
2: and number three. It's huh. huh.
1: huh.
0: like we'll, something you would order off uh, Amazon? fast food. I will no, take number the, uh,
1: the number three with cilantro and ground cumin.
2: Right. What will that give me? Well, it depends <laughs> on what you add to those three <laughs> <Yeah>. ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, yeah, if you need water, you need an armadillo shell. Yeah.
1: There you go. I mean, it all goes back to the same thing. He is able to see a problem, and he knows what is needed to solve that problem. Mm.
0: And and, in most cases, it's ground coming. That's right. It's <laughs> right. number three. There you go. Right. There you go. Yeah,
2: I mean, he, and he's so quick to step into that role of problem solver. You know, um, it's something to marvel at. You know, if I'm ever pinned underneath a two-ton bridge... I hope that the first voice I hear is Brad northern
1: Because he will be able to tell you because, how to get out. Right. Yeah. He'll
2: say, you know, dislocate your right shoulder, drink a little bit of the number three con- and, uh, con- concoction, and you'll be free.
0: There mm-hmm. you go. You know? Yeah. When we put it like that, it kind of sounds like uh, those email scams. It's like if you donate $1,000, <laughs> then I'll send you a shipment of,
1: number three <laughs> yeah <laughs> you sure number three <laughs> well if you subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and tweet us
0: you can we, get a number three <laughs> there you go yeah.
1: well we can't guarantee that because that would be up to brad revealing the secret we will send you some ground cumin and some cilantro and you can use that as two-thirds mm. of the, the recipe. Right.
0: See, if you just keep on trying random things Maybe with you'll it stumble then... on
1: it. You're right. That's right. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's good. Brandon, we
1: appreciate your input. Hopefully well, we get you back on here.
2: I had a blast, and there are too many stories to count uh, that just add to uh, the amazing life story life song if you will of brad northern
1: good thank you brandon we appreciate it maybe next time we'll get to know you as a person a little bit more we didn't mm-hmm. delve into the the personal life of mr brandon cooper
2: i i am a little more mysterious than than others but uh i'd be willing to share a little bit about myself in coming mm-hmm. episodes okay coming- yeah that's terrific. sodes, as the hipsters call them. The sodes, yes. Sodes.
1: Yeah, three things to know about Brandon. He is a loving husband, a uh, dedicated firefighter, am. and he has the greatest beard-growing capability of anyone I have ever met.
2: Oh, well, I appreciate that compliment.
1: So there you go. So for, for the bearded Brandon, the non-bearded Blaze... And the patchy bearded podge. (laughs) This has been episode five of the Bradcast. Uh, If you have any ideas for future episodes, or you would just like questions answered about Brad, tweet the show. Mm -hmm. And we will do our best to answer those questions. So, uh, guys, thank you very much. Thank you.